season one, episode two. We are back in the very humid garage in Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> I believe it's 89 degrees outside. Um, it's not as right hot as it was last time, but it is humid. More humid than it was. I think there's rain coming in. It is still hot. If there's anything I know about Nebraska, it's that we like discussing the weather. We actually enjoy it. It's not small talk. <laughs> we actually find it interesting. Some people argue about it, though. That's true. Yep, about what's going to happen next. Today, we're talking about... Motivation. Motor, motor, got a lot of motivation. <laughs> I, s- told, I said I was going to say it. Good old army cadence. Um, I think that might be like one of the chief questions and complaints I've gotten as a trainer. I don't know about you. Oh, yeah. And I'd say the best answer is, we already discussed it, is that it's kind of... I would say a finite resource. That's a ni- nice way to put it. Yeah. Um, I'd say it's, you know, it's pretty much, like I said, uh, the honeymoon phase of anything. You know, you start something, mm-hmm. you're extremely excited about it, and you get in there and the fire's burning hot, you know, and it's all going great. But then yeah. after a while, that fire starts to go down a little bit. And like the weather in <laughs> Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> You are pouring sweat over there. <laughs> you know what's really I'm helping fine, me dude. cool down? <laughs> the what's hot help- coffee. Yeah, what, what's helping me cool down is this real hot coffee <laughs> I just drank. Yeah. I mean, I That's feel humid, but I don't feel like sweaty. But you're. <laughs> like I'm already. Sweat. I'm already pouring through the shirt. We've uh, been here. No, I can see minutes. your neck and everything. <laughs> you're glistening over there. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, but I'm motivated to be here. So. Yes. Yeah. So motivation. I guess we could. Uh, I mean. What's been your experience with it? How long did you rely on it? <coughs> did you find that's better? I mean, I try to use it for as long as I can, but I've also come to understand that it's, like you said, it's just a short-term thing. Mm-hmm. Motivation's good to get you going on something, but it's not what's going to keep you going, essentially. Yeah. Like, you're going to always be motivated at the start of things that are either hard or things that are exciting, you know, but eventually it becomes, like, having that goal in your head and sticking to it and working towards it instead of like you're not necessarily always just I don't know jumping the gun to go do it like yeah. in lifting or nutrition you know there's me days when you don't want to go into the gym and you know you Th- should there's straight up resistance yep mental yeah. and all that stuff mm-hmm. and I feel like everyone <laughs> falls for it sometimes maybe even like 20% of the time I'd say I'm a good 80-20 there's, there's times where I'm just like nope it happens. Yep. I mean, it just happens. Your <coughs> your motivation will wax and wane, and sometimes it means something about what you're doing. Like maybe you're just disinterested at this point. Other times it means like you just gotta find something else to rely on. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I so I always have this conflict in my head about because people tell me like we well, must be really motivated to do all the stuff you do. Oh God internal and maybe it's a snarky response it's not helpful but i'm like no i'm just i'm just disciplined about it you know yep but it's like what motivates me to be disciplined you know like why am i disciplined about it and it's like that's i think that's where maybe there's something called surface motivation and maybe there's something that's not that i don't know maybe there's maybe there's (coughs) different types of it because there are things i think about i think um, a lot of it is people 
don't have a clear set goal when they set out. It's yeah. like they have a goal, obviously, but it's not clear set. Like they don't have like steps along the way and everything like that. So like their motivation starts off high. Yeah. But like after that motivation wears off, they don't have like the next step. That's where they start faulting. Yeah. Where like people who I see like who have like a staircase leading to like the end of this goal, like they can keep that discipline because they know like, okay, this is the next step I take, this next step. Yeah. Like that's where you don't need as much motivation. And for sure. Like we said, motivation, it'll, it'll come and go even in the same thing, like working out like some days you're not. You know, days you're super motivated and some days you're motivated for weeks and it'll yep. die for a month or two and then it'll come back roaring fire. It's the same thing in all things, not even just lifting Yeah. and nutrition, you know? I mean, it's all facets of life. So mm-hmm. I think friendships, all m- that stuff. Maybe it is a necessary ingredient, but it's just that. It's an ingredient. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you don't, it's not going to make the whole picture. Because I know that just in my personal case, like, I'm just so dissatisfied with the negative consequences of not doing the things that I set out to do or or maybe even like where I'm at now where I'm like no, I want to be better. Like I have I have this goal. I'm not comfortable. I'm not satisfied. You know what I mean? Yep. So that's a form of motivation, I guess, but then it's like that's big picture and we don't spend every day living in the big picture. We live in the minute by minute, moment by moment things we have to do to hit that elusive big picture and that's where like motivation just yeah you can have that vision and it's going to help you but sometimes you just got to be you just got to tough it out and that's another thing like you said the day-to-day the big picture in the day-to-day like that's where a lot of people lose that motivation as well because they get yeah so enthralled with the big picture that like their day-to-day like when they fail to do what they're set out to do they take yeah. it as like a huge loss therefore they just get demotivated and like they stop doing what they're doing completely it's like well i missed yesterday and today yeah or i didn't do this or didn't do that and like well i'm that's not going to do it it's procrastination yep and essentially yeah i mean as long as like you said the 80 20 yep you may not do it 20 percent of time but as long as you do 80 percent of time you're going to keep making that progress towards what you're shooting for mm-hmm. like have you ever done the whole like i'll start like, if you've got something you need, know you need to do, and you're like, all right, 2 o'clock, I'm going to go do it. But then your show runs till 2.05, and then you're like, 3 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That Only zeros and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only and start on zero. Yeah. <laughs> and, then it's, and then it's dinner time. Like, you just, you, you can almost see the pattern of you giving in to the resistance. And sometimes resistance is tricky. Because the thing about resistance is it doesn't, it doesn't feel like resistance. It feels like comfort. Oh, yeah. You know? It feels like, no, this is easier because you, the only way you meet resistance is if you stand up and face it. You know what I mean? Like, otherwise, yeah, it's super simple. It's really easy to do nothing and do the, do the easy stuff. But if you're going to go out and do the things that suck, I mean, yeah, you're going to, you're going to have to wade through things that you just don't want to do. Yeah. Resistance is the enemy. Fight them every day. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like, you know, people, I'll just say it, like, you know, people look up to you and me, like, when we're coaching and all that stuff, you know, like, for sure. And like you said, like, they s- see us as highly motivated, but I feel like they'd be surprised, like, the resistance we go through on for a daily sure. basis. Like, oh, quote, quote, Coach Tony, 
50 percent of the time you're the laziest personal trainer <laughs> literally what you just called me like three <laughs> days ago and that's a hundred percent correct <laughs> that's because we'll go to like a grocery store or something and i'll park you park on i'll park in the middle or ass end ass end because it's <laughs> convenient and i'm like i don't mind walking and he'll like, why did you park so why? far away? Yeah, it's just because it's convenient. That's that's why. Well, <laughs> that's why. I don't how mind much walking. I'm sweating, and look at how much you're sweating. <laughs> There's consequences <laughs> for me. <laughs> hmm. No, and then, and then I think the other one is what was the other thing? I can't even remember what it was that you did. That was perfect. Anyway, hey, oh, we we <laughs> lost you for a second. Yeah, <laughs> started pretty much right where we were stumbling for yep. a second. Yeah. All right, hey, we just saw, saw it stop moving, so. Why not? Yeah, so I'm a lazy personal trainer. That's where we're at. No, I, you you were talking about like people look up to us, and it's like yeah, people hire trainers because we've made a career out of the hardest, not the hardest. That's not the right way to put it. That's not the hardest. Or um, people whack. Well, it's the, it's like the most prominent in your face version of self improvement is fitness, yep. and that's what it is. I mean, it's it's self improvement. You're improving your you're not just training your ability to to look a certain way. There's so many. Yeah, I mean, some people don't even train to look a certain way, you know? Like, they care about either strength and mm-hmm. or they care. I'm going for pure aesthetics right now. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, some people do strength or it's just conditioning. And, like, you know, they don't really care the consequence, what they look like. Yeah. They just want to either be a high-endurance athlete or a high-strength athlete. And yep. those come with two different looks completely, usually. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> Definitely. And... I just think, I mean, like, I obviously enjoy the happy consequence of looking better, looking like I'm a healthy individual, but I think, like, what goes into it is you have to discipline yourself. Every time you go train, every time you make the healthier decision for when you eat, or even the healthiest decision, there's discipline, you know? Like, it's it's a little conversation in your head that, or maybe you have the conversation, or maybe you're like me, and you just shut the conversation down. I'm just like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to think about this because I'll, my mind will find a way for me to, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yep. For, for me to get out of it. So I'm like, nope, I'm just, I know what I got to do and I'm doing it. So I think there's a lot that goes into just fitness and and nutrition as far as personal development and especially like your, your character development. Yeah. You, and that's something people seek, but I work with tons of people that are medical and I look up to them in the sense of like what they had to stick out and what they had to go through and even in their, I mean, just to get their career, but then also to, to perform in their careers. So. Well, that's another thing too, you know, like, uh, obviously all this is not just towards like training and nutrition. Yeah. And I mean, getting these things, <coughs> getting the dedication or the motivation to do these things obviously has big carryover into your everyday life. Like, if you've ever gone to a gym and like started like actually and you get dedicated to it, like I've seen countless people at our gym who come in and like their whole lives turn around just oh like yeah. just by dedicating themselves to the process, like self and betterment and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And they their careers start taking off, all sorts of stuff because they just feel empowered by what they're doing and they they feel better about themselves because they've stuck with something and they know that they can get the results and that carries over yeah it's like their job their home life like i don't know how many people we just had a guy actually in the paper uh one of our clients uh geo oh dang was just in the paper for uh uh how much how much healthier he is from being at the gym and like 
Yeah. His main reason for doing it is for his kids. He wants to be able to play around with his kids. Mm-hmm. So, so that's I'd say that's an example of like intrinsic motivation mm-hmm. in the sense that you don't have this surface level. Like we were just talking about aesthetics. I think there's a study. I'd I'd have to go back and look at it. Maybe I can put it in the notes or something. They're studying people who just left college and their motivations were like money, wealth, stuff like that. And it didn't matter whether they had attained it or not attained it. They had the same level of unhappiness. And then (laughs) there were those that were like family and like the process or there's these intrinsic motivators. And uh, it didn't matter whether they'd achieve that or not achieve that. They were happier. So that's that's I think that's a testament to the process itself is that whichever process they were focused on, you know, or or positive goal i suppose non-surface level goal whether they were achieving it or not achieving it yet they were happier than the people that like were just focused on things that were you know kind of kind of shallow maybe is the word i don't know turn on light (laughs) (laughs) dang motion motion activated lights but that's not to say like those things are bad to focus on but they shouldn't be the whole picture because yeah, they will not be sustainable. And that might be, like I said, I'm doing that right now, but mm-hmm. that hasn't always been my goal. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like I've gone back and forth with it, and there's times when I focus on aesthetics, and there's times when yeah. I focus completely on, like, competitive and, yep. like, heavy lifting and conditioning, because mm-hmm. I've done, you know, CrossFit training the last few years. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, aesthetics are a little bit a part of that, but it's not the main, so, like... Well, and I know just knowing you that, like, even if you're training for aesthetics that's not the whole reason why you do fitness anyway. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's not even just what you're training. I know that even if you're training that, you're doing more than just that Mm -hmm. for your own personal side. Yeah, because, yeah, I I mean, I'm not going to say I don't go throw in some bicep curls because I want my arms to look bigger. You know (laughs) what I mean? Duh. Like, of course I'm going to go do it. But, you know, for me, if I don't work out, I feel like crap and I don't want to feel like crap. That's yep. that's me being dissatisfied with the consequences of me not doing it, which is maybe a negative motivation, but dang, it does push me. Yeah. If I could teach anybody anything, it'd be to be dissatisfied. <laughs> that sounds it sounds so counterintuitive, but you shouldn't be like yeah. you, you should not be satisfied to stay in one place because that's just not nature. That's not the n- that's not the nature of you. It's not the nature of anything. The nature of anything is that it's going to change, and why not? try and affect that change to be positive for you like you have to change one way because there's there's actually no such thing as standing still if you stop it's the law of entropy you're going to start breaking down and not only that it's even just doing this stuff for yourself is going to have effect on those you care for you know Mm -hmm. like it's not like you bettering yourself or making these changes for yourself isn't going to affect people around you it'll help them most likely come to try to make changes of their own yeah and it also motivate them at least get them started and motivate, and then you can also p- help them set up principles to, like, keep them dedicated to it. Yep. You and turn help into better a beacon. Them. Yep. That's essentially what trainers try to do. Like, they're the mm-hmm. beacon for it, and, like, they help set up steps and everything leading to whatever their goal or p- and leading them along the process to it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's a big part of it. But I would say that's where motivation's a mixed bag. It's like... Yes, it's good. Yes, it underlies a lot of things. But when it doesn't show up, like, you have to have a contingency. You know yep. what I mean? And it's not going to show up. Your vision is going to be weak some days. It's yep. going to be non-existent some days, and you're going to be like, why am I doing this? And I think that's where you're like, 
you have to be understanding of yourself. Like, you know what? I'm going to feel like I don't want to do this at all. And I'm, and those are the best days I think. Oh yeah. When you get done after you're done doing it, you're like, ah, mm-hmm. I did it. And you feel, you feel way more accomplished because you didn't even yep. want to do it, but you just did it. I call that the continuum of confidence <laughs> because when you approach something that just seems impossible, like every cell in your body wants to turn around and face the other direction, right? This is impossible. And then you're doing it and it's, this is really hard. And then you're done and you're like, that was too easy. Yep. Like you feel good because you're on the other side of this difficult thing that your mind was telling you you couldn't do. And that's, I mean, that's how you breed confidence. I don't believe in that fake it till you make it shit. That's crap to me. I mean, I can fake being confident, sure, as a means to make it through the things that's going to get me actual confidence. But fake confidence isn't going to suddenly turn into real confidence. It doesn't work that way. Like it's, it's just a, it's almost like a drug to yeah. get you through the thing that's actually going to make you feel internally confident. It's something you build through repetition. Yeah. Just by doing it yourself. And yep. faking it, like you said, is not doing the reps. It's like cheating yourself. Yeah. And I mean, like you may be able to fool a few people, but realistically you're not making the changes that you yep. need for that confidence. So it's just that. It's and, and you never fool yourself. Yeah. Like you can't just fake confidence to other people to pretend like you're a confident person. You have to fake confidence for the obstacles that you need to overcome to actually feel confident. And then people are going to rely on you because that fake confidence, when someone shows up to you with real shit and they need a person who's going to be strong in front of them, it's going to fail. It'll fail the second it shows up. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like you're, Once it's you tested. Just, yeah, exactly. I mean, you, it might get you through a little situation, but it's not going to get you get you through those moments where real confidence matters. And that's, I think that's where if you want to be in love with the process and have that intrinsic motivation for exercise – you have to like come out and greet that resistance and that trouble because it's practice for so much else. I mean, it really is. I show up to every workout with the mindset of like, I'm going to train my quit that when I first got into CrossFit, that's what I, I I thought CrossFit's going to give me that it's going to give me the opportunity to train my quit because the exercise is going to be stupid, ridiculous, which is, you know, it's not, but that was my mindset at the time. I'm like, this is going to be heavy and it's going to be, this difficult thing that I have to overcome three to five days a week every time I show up. I just got to do it. Yep. And I'm going to feel that that too easy side of the continuum of confidence, you know, trademark TM. Trademark <laughs> 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 TM. I TM'd that right now. Uh. Yeah, that's good. Um, you have any personal experiences on that? Sure. I mean, so I, I could still share my own stuff that's going on now. I mean, yeah. like even today I went on a five mile run. I've been on a five mile run and I don't know, a while, yeah, a long time. And, uh, I was like dehydrate, not, not smart trainer version of how you go on a five mile run. Oh, let's just drink a bunch of coffee. I haven't really hydrated today. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't really carb up, you know, for this. I'm just going to test cause I have to, I have to test out this Saturday. Um, for military purposes and that was exactly how I felt the whole time I was just like uh-huh shit like <laughs> I gotta go do a five mile run I haven't done one forever and I gotta do it in a certain amount of time and I mean yeah it was just like that this I might not be able to make it while I'm in it while I'm making it holy crap two miles left one mile left half mile left 
get done and I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, and all your times are yep. sub 8.30 each mile. Yeah, which so. is w- the standard that we were going for. Like, yeah. So was good enough for me. You know, it's good enough for the Army. But And then I would even say this year, um, I'm in that officer candidate school for the Army National Guard, and I went through that phase one. Holy crap. I'm the newest person in the army in our class. So I was intimidated. <laughs> I mean, I was like I mean, yeah, you're in training right now with guys who have been there 16 years or 16, more. 16, 17 years. They you've been there for yep. less than a year and you're already in this OT. Yeah. So my <laughs> first drill OTC, officer training. Uh, OCS, yeah. yeah. OCS. Officer candidate school. So my first drill was my first drill in the National Guard. <laughs> my, my first drill for OCS. I remember my colonel asking me about that. He's like, oh, okay, where'd you drill elsewhere? I'm like, this is my first drill. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Which there's there's upsides to that because everybody still yells at me. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's yeah. just normal. This is the army when everybody else is like, no, this isn't the big army. But yeah, I mean, it has to be a little intimidating yep. when you're going there with all these guys who've been there for sure. Yeah. that long. And then yeah. you're like, oh, I'm the new guy. Yep. <laughs> oh, and believe me, I acted like the new guy. I was, oh, I bet. I was so <laughs> lost in the woods. That was an uncomfortable place for me. But weren't you put pretty much in charge of your people too in the like first few weeks or something like that? Like keeping Yeah, it was pretty pretty early on I was put in a leadership position. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> but I the phase one was talked up so scary. Mm-hmm. I mean it really was. And we had we had people that they were out before we even went. We had people that were out within no time of us being there. And these are people that have been in for a while. What's up? We're still going, right? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, good. Making sure. <laughs> yep. Uh, but uh, every waking hour, which was most of the hours that I was there, there was very little sleep, it was resistance the whole time. And I don't think if I hadn't been in fitness, well, I wouldn't have been able to cope with it physically in general. But mentally, if I hadn't practiced that training my quit, you know, like knowing, oh, yeah. hey, this is temporary. It's always temporary. Building that mental grit. Yep. Um, there's no way because I, I mean, that was just, it was imposed stress. It was supposed to be stressful and it wasn't just, I mean, it was physical stress, but it was mental stress on top yeah. of it. Mental, emotional, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So that was, and let me tell you, I was unmotivated a lot of the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I really, I had to rely on other people's motivation too. So that's, a, it's a team effort there too, but as is everything in the army. But I'd say like, that's Which is another thing we could talk about after you're done. Like yeah. just having like a group aspect of training. To make it yeah. keep you motivated. Yeah. So. W- those things to fall back on, that yep. contingency. Accountability. And I think you yep. could talk to that about that just, just on the CrossFit side of things. That oh, you, yeah. you work That's and run a gym like that. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as motivation goes, um, group class training. We don't necessarily coach. I mean, we have CrossFit uh, parameters, obviously. But uh, we're not actually a CrossFit gym. We're just, we call ourselves strength and conditioning. But it's essentially like CrossFit workouts. Sure. Uh, we have a strength portion and usually like a Metcon or a cardio portion afterwards or just two Metcons or whatever. We switch it up, try to be, you know, pretty random. Um, we usually have a strength portion that's progressive. But after that, like everything else is trying to keep everyone randomly guessing what we're going to have them do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the group, obviously some people come in and you can tell that they're not feeling it or they're not in the mood. But... uh. You know, being the coach, first off, like, you're trying to make this the best hour of their day. So you try to get them pumped up and ready to go. And usually it works a little bit, but as soon as you, you can see the transformation happen, as soon as they start working out and, like, warming up with the group, 
take them through the warm-up they start loosening up the day starts to kind of fall away mm-hmm. they start talking to the other people they partner up for like a heavy back squat because usually happy will go in twos and uh they get with their partner and they start doing their squats and everything and then like after done with the squats we get ready for metcon you can see they're ready to go and then afterwards they all hang around and they talk to each other like what they did and, like where they had their where they were having some mental and physical like breakdowns like yeah <laughs> of trying to get through what they were going through and like you know sharing and it's just it's kind of a it's a really cool thing to see like you can see like yeah i don't think i've ever seen anyone come into the gym in a bad uh, with a bad attitude and leave with a bad attitude for sure and i think that's usually why people come to the class thing is because they know like for a lot of them it's going to be a really good if not the best part of their day it's mm-hmm. going to make them happier when they get home and i mean there's been many p- we've had two guys actually in our local paper here oh damn. geo that was just in there and we had rich who was in there like a year or two ago for like he was extremely overweight and had severe heart issues and like oh my got him off all of his heart medicine and all that stuff and he's become like a uh he's become a pillar in the gym like everyone goes to him he's super stupid strong like ridiculous confidence so. yeah actually did it and you know like mm-hmm. he does a lot more st- of the strength side but, yeah. like, you know, he's got that confidence to do it, and, like, he takes it easy on the Metcons. He's more about trying to get to as strong as he can right at this moment. For like, sure. the last six months, like, he's kind of taken it easy on the Metcons and gone super hard on the strength, and then he comes in and does his extra stuff. But, you know, obviously he's motivated to do that, and then he has a discipline because there's days when he comes in, he's like, man, you know, and, like, I'll go through it with him to help him yep. and all that stuff. But, like we were saying, um, community help can help you motivate keep you motivated but also it keeps that discipline because you're accountable you're accountable to the people you're your coach you're accountable to yourself a lot of time too because i mean people usually people at a gym if you're gone like they notice Mm -hmm. because especially if they enjoy your company oh yeah people Mm -hmm. you know like they usually have a specific hour they come in so like when they're not there like hey you know where andrew's at today and like it's weird people like oh yeah he's running a little late he'll be here five minutes and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, they don't always message me, but they'll message, like, people, like, hey, tell the coach I'm there, like, five. Yeah. Like, they all know each other. They're all friends. Like, people hang outside the gym. Like, that's a really good thing if you're having trouble staying motivated. It's getting yourself in a group setting to where, every, like, you have a lot of accountabilities, not mm-hmm. just your coach. Because your coach, obviously, is going to be a big help, and he's going to have knowledge. But sometimes maybe you need a little bit more, at least to get started. Maybe you need, like, that group aspect yep. of everyone suffering with you. Yeah, suffering your, is your coach doesn't suffer with you. At least not he most probably, time. Yeah, he suffers with some other people. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But he's he's kind of that authority, he or she is kind of that authority that's inflicting the suffering almost. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we're, oh, yeah. we're the ones deciding, hey, here's what you're going to go through today. But those people right next to you, that's going to matter a bunch. And I can tell you, you could spend w- over the course of your fitness lifetime, you could spend way less money buying all the equipment for your own house. Oh yeah. But I mean, we're we're sitting right next to which I didn't purchase this, but we're sitting right next to all the equipment we could ever need, you know, to to maintain and, and grow in our fitness. But we work out together fairly often, yeah. and even if we don't work out together, because I know we're on different programs. Um, we know the other person's working out oh, yeah. or not working out. So we have that accountability for that reason. And you just can't, you will spend less money 
buying stuff that you're not going to use as much because you don't have that accountability. So if you can find a way to be accountable, it makes a big difference. Oh, yeah. I mean, get involved with people. And there's the payoff in community is so much better outside of that. I mean, you just make friends. Oh, yeah. You know? Like well, our our buddy who lives with us, you know? like uh, yep. He gets... A lot of stuff, obviously, because he lives with two trainers. But <laughs> right, <laughs> but he he's definitely he's made strides. Like yeah. within the last few weeks, for sure. Like he's been he's hit his uh, lifting program the last three weeks. He's on week four, and mm-hmm. then he's gonna have a deload week, and then he's gonna do his rep tests, and then he's gonna be Heck he's yeah. doing a behemoth program. I think we may have talked about him the last one. Yep. So then after he's that, he's gonna be all percentages. Strong, oh so yeah. Jealous. He already had to buy more weight. Yeah, he yeah. did. <laughs> he had to, go he had to buy ninety more pounds. 90 so he can start more de- lifting so yeah and then after his sixth week after he tests out his one reps he's gonna be doing all percentage based and it's gonna be it's gonna be super hard i told him like these workouts may seem hard right now if you're just starting out it's like but these next ones are gonna you're gonna be more yep. conditioned for it but it's gonna be hard like but you know like he as far as i know i mean i haven't got to talk to him a whole lot besides like when he was in school and stuff he hasn't been able to stick with the program yeah for a long period of time but with me and adam on him like asking him how his day went and texted yep. him and stuff like you know like he's been sticking to it and it's also it's carried over into his everyday life oh yeah definitely. he's been much more active like in doing yep. stuff that he needs to get done and and i think just even us noticing his mood oh yeah is like well, not that he was ever in a bad mood but you can yeah. just tell he's more energetic oh yeah you know what i mean and he's gonna hate that we're talking about him I know he he's, he's such a he is not a spotlight guy but <laughs> he like we'll i have just, him on here at some point but yeah. Oh, yeah. And very soon. Yeah. We w- we want to get him in yeah, just I in the team. But he's yeah. his attitude. And you know what's cool is like something my sergeant says, and I told him this too, is like the difference between pushing somebody and having to hold them back on a leash. Mm-hmm. Like that that sits with me. That that imagery, and that's kind of how he's been. I mean, oh yeah. I'm not. I haven't seen it because we have like a regular group chat. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't ever see. In the last two weeks, I haven't seen much of like, "Hey, did you do your workout today?" It's more he nope. just jumps in, "Hey, what's this? What's this? What's this?" Like he's, yep, on and it. That's he asks me, yeah, he asks us like what this exactly means, like yep. how you're supposed to do it, and I'll send him a video or I'll demo for him if I'm yep. around. Dude and is motivated. He'll tell me the weights he's done. Like I don't even have to ask him really anymore. He's like, "Oh, I hit this weight yeah. doing my deadlifts. I took all of our weight already and hit it for three. I'm like, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> so we're actually probably gonna need more weight because he already hit the max weight besides the 45 so when he hits his one rep he's gonna probably be able to do all the weight we have in oh, here dang because it's only which is probably more than i can even do just because he's yeah, so strength focused i'm so endurance focused so I, t- I told it's only a matter of mm-hmm. after his six weeks i guarantee you within six more weeks to eight weeks he'll be stronger than i am he has like natural steroids in his bloodstream yeah i swear <laughs> creatine he, kinesis he has yeah. higher creatine levels he just <laughs> makes it yeah he's like an x-men for strength training Indeed. I mean, mm-hmm. he's built for it. He's oh, like definitely. He has almost this, he's a little bit taller than I am, but he has like the same hinges, same hinge as me. Yeah. But he's just bulkier. So he's built right. for some mean strength. Well, I just know like in the sense of like he's got gorilla strength. Yeah. He just has natural gorilla strength. Because I know he didn't you know, he didn't do a lot of fitness stuff for quite some time. Yeah, years. Last time he told me it was like high school, maybe a little bit when he was at Midland. Well, definitely Midland, because I yeah. know him and I worked out. That was when I kind of started my fitness stuff. Um, and we did a bunch of stuff, and it was mostly like bicep curls. You know, someone yeah. who didn't know what the, they were doing. The college like bro breakdown yeah. of working out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's all we knew at the time. I oh was yeah. definitely not educated. I was a beginner too, oh yeah. you know. And I was a beginner as a brand new adult. I was definitely not <laughs> a beginner, you know, early on in life. 
um, I am not athletic. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was never in, into athletic stuff. Um, but I just know after a long time, you know, I was just messing with my buddy. Yeah. I don't know if I was pushing him around way. or trying to do something, but I was like, I was pushing him around or tackling him or something like that, just trying to wrestle, have a good time. And he just pinned, just pinned me. He was like, nope. I'm <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, I train all the time. I'm as strong as I've ever been. And you just have these this leverage. <laughs> He's built like a chimpanzee. Like, <laughs> it's just or a Don't gorilla. Don't you hate chimpanzees? I bet if we, gotta, <laughs> we could scan him. He's really going to love this conversation. <laughs> we should, we should uh, get him a CAT scan and see what his, like, hinge points are. Just I, get, I, I, I can tell by looking at them that they're they're as yeah. good they're good hinge points. I yeah. mean, it's weird like when you look at people and you can this is like right. the first things I do. <laughs> there's a there's a guy down the street that I watch him mow the lawn and I'm like he's got bad hips. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or I'll see people with knocked knees yeah. and I'm like I can fix that. Like I don't know, dude. like the dude from Holes. I can fix that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but <laughs> no, it is funny because we look at bodies all the time. Which all right, let's get weird. <laughs> I always know, like. I look at butts. I have to look oh, at butts. Dude. That's my job. My job is to see that your go- your glutes, your, your goots, your goots, <laughs> your goots, your gooch, your gooch is engaged. No. <laughs> my job back to Kegels. Yeah. No. <laughs> our main our subject for this entire right. podcast. Kegels. Yeah, it's always Kegels. Uh, no, like our job is to is to check if someone's glutes are engaged, right? Like that's part of it. And it's most people don't realize how uh, how important actual glute activation is. Like, right? In almost everything you do, you have yeah. glute activation. So. You have to do it. So we look at butts. That's what we have to do. And I'm a butt, I'm a butt man anyway. So Are you? <laughs> oh, dude, I am. I'm a singing voice man. That's my weird thing. It's not weird. I mean, it's each their own. Choir voice. I oh mean, my I, gosh. I care about how their butt sings. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. No, but, like, you know, that's just. That's the life of a trainer. You have to look at butts to make sure that they're working properly. <laughs> properly. <laughs> yeah. Properly. Properly. Freudian slip. No. Anyway, go on. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh. yeah, you just kind of notice those things. And that's, he, yeah, back to, back to our roommate. I won't say his name. If mo- uh, anybody who's hearing this one right now is probably. Yeah, they already exactly know. But, is, but eventually when we have a bigger yeah. audience, they're not going to know who he is. Soon enough, we'll know everything about him because we'll post the MRI scans. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OK, but <laughs> I'll swing back. motivation that that dude found it. Right. Yeah. He found that fire and and he found the contingencies, too, which is accountability. Yep. So Thanks. he built community around him that's going to function. But he also has moments where, you know, hey, I'm ready for this. I'm on fire. Let's do this. Or someone's going to be mad at me if I don't do this. So <laughs> yep. And uh, actually, uh, it already happened where I had to hold the leash a little bit. I remember it was like week bit. two or three. He was like, I mm-hmm. could do. It was week one because yeah. he just got the exercises. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah and he was like, no, it was week two because uh, oh, he, okay. he did the rep scheme I told him to and build up to every weight. And That's then this right. week two, he did. I did one less rep. And it was like one set more or something like that. Yeah. And he just decided he was going to do, he did the one re- set more, but he did yeah. a lighter weight for more reps. And he's like, no, it's like, you need, you're billing for strength. You need to do these lower yeah. weights. It's like, this is like, you're doing a different stimulus if you're doing more yep. reps. And he's like, oh, I was like, yeah, it's like, I'd rather you just get heavier. Right. Than do the extra reps. It's like, yep. if you can do more reps, go heavier in your weight. He's like, okay. Yeah. It's like, until we get our percentage based, then it'll be a little different. He, like, he's going to have hard sets. He'll yeah. have easy sets sometimes, like in the beginning, but then he'll have some hard sets. I think the awesome thing, is, I wish like most of my clients were like him too, because not that I don't like my clients, but he definitely is one of the easiest clients in the sense of like, he's just like, 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we should just start internally. Living, we should start doing yeah. the Fight Club living program. You can live in the <laughs> right. You get a live, <laughs> live in the closet for three months, but you have to pay this amount. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Take over the world yeah. in the credit industry. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he. Yeah, he. He's just like, all right. I know sometimes, like internally, just because I know him so well, he's like. Damn it! <laughs> but well, we all are, dude. Oh, that's yeah, what we were talking sure. about. That's where the, yep, that's where the community and yeah. everything else comes in. Like you know, the motivation's not there, so yeah. you rely on other it's people or contingency. you rely on your dedication. Yep. You could also just sign up for the military, because that's yeah. the worst situation ever. If you're failing the fitness standards, I lose motivation extremely quickly. And so then shameful <laughs> to not. You have a responsibility to be fit at that yeah. point if you are a first responder or in the military. So that's a good way. I would, you know, <laughs> say Uncle Sam needs you. No, <laughs> he needs you. Right. No, but uh, those contingencies you have to have. Motivation. Motiv- people will say motivation is bullshit. That's not true. It obviously has its place. But when you're motivated, remember it's going to go away and always have contingencies, even if it's just stone cold discipline. Like, oh, yeah. no, I'm doing it. I'm not going to talk about it. I don't care what you're saying. I'm going to do this. And like we were saying, motivation will go away, but it will come back to you. Like for it'll sure. reflare. Uh-huh. There'll be times, you know, it'll it'll be going for months strong. And there'll be times like when you have weeks or months without it. And like yeah. it's all relying on discipline at that point, And then it'll flare back up. It's just. Yep. The way it is. And it'll transform. And it's normal. Yeah. I mean, I remember at one point I was motivated by physical appearance. And that was great and all. But then it was like, it was just that feeling I talked about after a workout. I'm like, that's way, that's way more of a high. Oh, yeah. Than than the improvement of my physical appearance. Again, both are great. But that one's like the one I show up for, you know. And then I think about like having to use... So, like, motiv- staying motivated during a workout, that's a good thing. Um, like, I'll just sit there. I think we discussed this last podcast. I'll just sit there and think about, like, fighting people that are trying to kill me. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah. being a superhero, being in a situation. My chin just touched being the, the mic. mic. <laughs> yeah, being in a situation where I've got to use the things I train for physically or just use my strength or have that that strength or, or the stamina or even, like, the mental fortitude to push through a strenuous stress-inducing situation. I mean, why not, you know? Yeah. Why not I mean, prepare for that? And nowadays, you never know when they're going to come about. You know? Yep. Conflict in the need for conflict is built into your DNA. We need it. Like, the only way you grow is through stress. You have to be stressed to a certain degree yep. to grow and move forward. And you can either take that into your own hands or you can just let the universe punish you and you will grow so slowly and you'll probably grow in the wrong direction so like i said you're either going forward or backward there's like no stasis at all it's entropy and you have to fight entropy all the time so what have we covered we covered different ways of staying on task so group training um having that accountability there Mm -hmm. uh Setting yourself up with a dis like with your discipline, setting up a projection plan of like where you want to be, all that yep. stuff, um, and pretty much using motivation, but not relying on motivation. Yeah, because it'll get you to where you want to go, but it'll fade, and then you got to rely on yeah the other things around you in order to keep you going. Um, what would be like? What's your 
what's BuzzFeed this? What's your one trick to hack motivation? <laughs> if oh you God. had one thing, I got one. I want to hear yours, though. I have. Give me a second. You do yours. All right. Mine. Okay. So mine is if you know, like if you're laying in bed, and I always, okay, this is kind of like a two-part thing. Number one is I put the hard part, my exercise, at the beginning of the day. Because for me, it's usually the hardest part of my day, which is nice. Um, or it's the one thing that I know I'm going to come up against the most resistance to accomplish. So I'm going to do it the first part of the day, right? And that way the day feels like it's downhill. I already got that hard part out of the way. The rest of this is just easy. So that's one part. And number two is if you wake up and you notice like, hey, I want to go back to bed. I don't want to do this. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like your mind starts talking. Move quickly. The enemy has arrived. It's already there waiting for you. Like you have been ambushed right away. So yep. if you if you take that time and you try and wrestle with it a whole ton, the odds of you losing are just go up and up and up. So just move quickly. Like you have to move with action when that shows up. Because I know I'm so lucky that my bed folds up into the wall. It's a Murphy <laughs> bed. <laughs> because if I, you know, I wake up, I, I usually, nature calls, right? Yep. And then I can look at that bed and I can either lay back into Lock it. it yeah. I can, if I flip it up though, it becomes a chore, right? So I don't know. That that really helps me. I've even debated like having, I should do this anyway, have my phone on the other side of the room so that I have to get up to turn off the alarm. Not, no, sweet Alexa. That was my watch. Alexa wakes me up, but nonetheless, that's that's like my one thing. Move quickly, like yeah. get anytime your brain's like no, be like yes, <coughs> and just go. You've got to just act. I think mine is really uh, blocking out the time for whatever it is that I I have trouble with. For me, the training part is never the issue. Like to be honest, like I obviously don't yeah. always want to train. But I know, like he said, that feeling afterwards is what makes me go do it. I'm like, yep. okay, I not, I don't feel like doing it. I'll just go in there and feel around. And then, you know, like once I get moving, I'm I'm ready to go. Like that's yeah. the truth. I've never been started to work out to where I'm, unless I'm like sick or something. For sure. So I started and like, I don't want to do this and like left. Like once I get going, I'm like he said, once you make that action, you're in. Yeah. So for me, it's always been like studying and stuff like that. Yeah. Like my, I have a very active mind. So mm -hmm. <laughs> sitting down and being quiet and like, reading a book for like i can read a book but like studying a book is a different story like yeah studying it for like a few hours and then like doing questions and uh tests on it like is something that's uh, hard for me but it's like something sure. if i block the time out i'm like all right so from 4 p.m to 6 p.m i'm just gonna hit that and then you mm -hmm. know what if i go longer awesome but if not i at least hit that two hour mark that i have which is i hit the goal you know and if i exceed that goal awesome yeah but like i s make sure i set that time up for whatever it is and i mean i feel like i tell that to a lot of my clients too like you know like if it's something that's hard for you to do you just need to set apart that time like that's the time you have for it and do it in that time period like yep. workouts for instance like there's sometimes i come in here like yesterday i only did a 40 minute workout i did a yep. quick warm-up only 40 only minutes only a 40 minute workout but you know like some workouts you know you can go like an hour or more. oh yeah so yeah. like i came in and did like beside if you take out the warm-up it was a 30 minute like a quick little 30 minute yeah. burner and i was done i was like okay good and any anyone can set apart like a thirty minutes, easy thirty forty minutes a day. Like mm -hmm. they, every, anyone who says they don't have that is a liar. Because yeah. I work multiple jobs and doing this stuff on the side, and I'm yeah. able to do it. So, I'd say for me, my biggest hack is, like I said, just making sure you have the time plotted out for whatever it is that that you're feeling the resistance for. Because yeah. it depends too on the day. Like some maybe you wake up in the morning and you know, like you have your 
your planner out and you know like what already usually i know first thing in the morning what's going to be hard for me i'm like okay yep. if it's training or if it's studying or if it's doing something for work from home or you know something with your kids or yeah whatever it is it pops up you just kind of plan it out like okay from this time this time i'm gonna do this and you make sure it's cleared for that thing that way yep. you have no further resistance the only resistance is in your head at that point mm-hmm. what do i want to do least yep yeah that's, that's a good way to look at it. it yep awesome yeah i think we nailed it best podcast in the world yeah <laughs> saying it's our first million followers first, yeah. <laughs> first million <sighs> just the first million the most special million we gotta come up with a sign off at some point i think this should be our sign off just an, <laughs> au- an awkward nebraska goodbye Oop. Or or oop. Oop. <laughs> I actually say oh. I really I do. Know. This the stereotype holds up a hundred percent. Oh, excuse oh, me. Sorry. Yeah, anytime. I've and it's multiple times a day. What's that one? Oh, coming coming oh, behind you. Sorry, just gonna <laughs> squeeze right past you here. I say all of it. Yep. Oh, can you pass the ranch? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> just uh, oh, just gonna just gonna sign off on the podcast. Oh, oh.